Would you like to count us down? In five, four, three, two. Let's go, Steven. What is this? It's uh, Dracula by Rob Zombie. All right. Welcome <laughs> to episode one hundred and thirty, I believe, that we're at. Something like that. And we're, we'll, we'll go with that. Of uh, Santa Mira After Dark. I'm Jeremy. I am Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> what took so long to, <laughs> to to build up to that? Suspense. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Um, yes. Um, all, like all morning, I've I've just been saying like, Lacula in the house, and <laughs> my wife just thinks I'm 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 crazy. So yeah, uh, I don't even know why because it's not even. <laughs> he doesn't even, even say it. <laughs> he doesn't even say I'm I'm Dracula. <laughs> like the, the 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 girl says that she's Dracula or that Dracula's here actually, but uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, if you if you haven't told like I, or if you haven't been able to tell, I guess it requires no introduction because what are we discussing this week? <clears throat> we are discussing the last voyage of the Demeter. Yes, directed by Andre Overdahl, who you may know as the director of the Autopsy of Jane Doe and Scary Stories, one. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. The good one too. Um, uh, previous he doesn't, he doesn't miss. <laughs> uh, well, he 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 has some movies in here that I've never heard of, uh, like Troll Hunter, uh, which has very good ratings on Letterboxd. I'm seeing this movie called Mortal, which has uh, kind of like middle of the road ratings on Letterboxd. So I don't know, kind of a all over the place director. Huh. But uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was a previous episode. If uh, if you haven't checked it out and i think we were pretty um divided on that that movie if uh, you remember correctly yeah because i remember you are a uh you know not not a massive fan but you like scary stories to tell in the dark correct i do yeah and i thought it was just a missed oppor- i thought it was a missed opportunity but i guess like the the best part about it is like the uh, like the the monster designs and like the atmosphere, the uh, you know special effects, like all that stuff, I think is great. It's just kind of the story that 
brings that movie down. So, I mean, th- this is a director who is, uh, you know, capable of making it good movies. Like, I, I, I like The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I think that's a kind of an unsettling witchy movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, I remember there's a scene where there's, like, bugs in this Jane Doe body that, uh, yeah, there's like writing inside of her too. Yeah, that's right. It, it it it's starting to come back to me. It's been a few years since I've seen that movie, but I remember it being unsettling, and I remember there being uh, witches involved, which might be a plot twist that I just spoiled to people who haven't seen the movie yet. So, I <laughs> I apologize, <laughs> but yeah, the last voyage of the Demeter stars uh, Corey Hawkins of. Uh, Straight out of Compton fame and uh, Black Klansman, Kong Skull Island. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher her name. Aisling Franciosi is what I'm is what I'm gonna go with. Um, Liam Liam Cunningham and I'm gonna butcher this name too. But he's Polka Dot Man from the Suicide Squad and he's also in Dune and uh, Prisoners. David. Dast Malchian. Dast Malchian is what I'm going to... I just let you say the names. That's that's what I'm going to settle on for this name. Uh, Okay, how about this one? Are you looking at the cast list right now? Yeah. Okay, give me the name of character Olgarin. Stefan K. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, the, the Last Voyage of the Demeter, uh, this movie is, uh, you know, kind of was in development hell for about uh, 30 years, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, the, the premise came along when uh, 1992's uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is a episode that's coming eventually. We'll, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And it seems like with these vampire episodes, we just give like empty promises for them <laughs> because... <laughs> Remember last October we were supposed to do an episode on 1979 Nosferatu, and oh, yeah. that never came to be. And we are uh, pushing the Bram Stoker's Dracula episode in uh, favor of talking about <laughs> about Leatherface, which uh, oh, yeah, because the video game comes out. Yeah, but I can't think of a more a drastic drop in quality than to go from one movie like Dracula hmm. to uh, to Leatherface, but uh, but we'll see. Eventually, we'll talk about Dracula. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess this. Uh, I guess the idea to have Dracula on a ship, and it would be inspired by Alien, came from like the making of Dracula Dracula nineteen ninety two, and. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it went like 10 years, nothing really happened with it. Um, I'm reading on Wikipedia right now that uh, in 2003, they got a director who went on to direct uh, the Divergent series. But uh, he did not he did not direct a uh, Demeter movie. And. In 2006, they turned in a version of the script. Nothing happened. In 2009, they hired 
uh, Marcus Nispel, who directed the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake and the Friday the 13th remake. So, you know, kind of a talented director. Um, Yeah. I don't know how he would fare in a movie like this, but, you know, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, Years went on. Actors were dropping in and out to, uh, you know, move on to other projects. David Slade was supposed to uh, be involved in the movie, but then he was stuck in uh, the Prometheus movie, so that didn't happen. Mm. Uh, Jude Law was supposed to uh, star in the movie, and that didn't happen. Uh, in de- it says December 2014. They remained hopeful that the film would get made. And, uh, you know, five years went by. In October 2019, it was announced that Andre Overdahl directed the film. And, you know, even since then, it's been about four years since he was brought on to direct the movie. So, mm-hmm. a very uh, long journey to get here. but But we made it. Yeah, we we made it, and I think a uh, the the right choice was made, I guess, because out of the directors I've listed, I uh, I, I I think that Andre Overdahl probably uh, turned in the best of what we could have possibly got. Yeah, the only one I I, I probably would have been interested in a Marcus Nispel movie. I really do like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. I think that's the best uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Which, which oh wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> which uh, we'll get into, uh, you know, next week when we discuss Leatherface. But it's like a Netflix one. No, he directed the 2003 one. Um, I think that's 2003 is the best one, and. Uh, I don't know. I, w- I would have been curious to see it. I feel like he's good at like creating these creepy visuals, but as far as like a period piece goes in like the late 1800s, I feel like he might not be able to handle it as much as or as well as it was handled here. So yeah. uh so yeah, what are some uh I guess we'll we'll give our spoiler free thoughts and then we'll delve into the spoiler section. So uh, before we do that, uh, would you like to give a brief plot description on the last voyage of the Demeter? Yeah, it pretty much follows the crew of the Demeter as they are sailing to London. And there is an unwelcome guest on board. Yes, and what is his name? Dracula. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Also... I got to uh, I got to give some props to the audience that we saw the movie with, because there was a um, you know a, an incredible amount of restraint when uh, the character the like captain of the ship <laughs> said that he needed three seamen to <laughs> to be on board. So I got to give uh, got to give credit to the audience. Uh, not a lot of chuckles, surprisingly. Uh, I felt like it could have been surprisingly. Yeah, <laughs> you're not surprised by the lack of chuckles. I didn't chuckle until I saw you laughing. Oh, yeah, I think I was the only one in the theater that thought that was funny, but yeah, just, just an incredible amount of restraint. <laughs> and uh, I guess it shows the maturity level 
of me compared to the other moviegoers that we were in attendance with last night. We were in there with older people. Yeah, it was a, it was a small group. There was like maybe six of us in the theater, and there were two kids that got kicked out. That was funny. Um, yeah, I think they snuck in. Yeah, you could tell by the way they walked in the movie theater. They were very like sneaky and what a random movie to sneak in and see though yeah and it it wasn't the good kind of sneaky either because it was like creeping around the corner and it's like you just gonna walk if you're gonna do that you gotta walk and sit you just gotta like act like you're supposed to be there you know (laughs) like yeah act like you are like you bought a ticket to that movie and then that's how it goes, because <laughs> I don't know. It, it was just a funny situation. <laughs> then, like, 15 minutes into the movie, somebody came in the movie theater and got them out. <laughs> that was yeah. That was funny. I don't think they were really bothering anybody. No. Remember when we went to see Babylon? There was, like, a party, like, two 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 rows down. <laughs> yeah. People were, like, I don't on Elm Street. Uh, well, with Babylon, I'm talking about how they like were laying down on the floor and everything. Oh yeah, like that's not the uh, not the the proper party movie to be. That's not the right movie to be falling asleep to, you know. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know. All right, so uh, what do we think of the last voyage of the Demeter? I think it is very good. Yes. I mean, I like these type of movies, too. You know, that take place back then. Yeah, like the, this period piece type yeah. movie. Um, a lot of vibes from, like, uh, The Curse that came out last year, which was also a previous episode. Yeah. Uh, and it also appeared on both of our top 10 films of uh, 2022 lists. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, there's just something about like this period piece era that I am really fond of. I I also like the uh, portrayal of Dracula because I feel like over time, um, well, I guess you can go two ways with it because there's like the Nosferatu version of Dracula who is like less in hiding like he's more like obviously you you can't hide that that ugly mug you know (laughs) (laughs) um there's like that version of the character and then there's like the dracula character who is like seductive and uh you know over time they've delved more into like the storyline of him getting his three wives Mm -hmm. which um i i Yes, the girl in this movie, I was questioning whether that was supposed to be one of the wives. Is that what they were going with? I don't think so. Because, okay, we'll we'll get there into the spoiler section. That's kind of what I got out of it, but maybe not. But yeah, it, it seems like over time they, um, you know, with it goes back to like uh, Bella Lugosi, like the the nineteen thirty one Dracula, like the Hammer Dracula, uh, you know, going. I'm thinking of other Dracula eras, like Dracula two thousand. You know, they just make him like a normal, like suave looking guy. 
and the invitation. Yeah, yeah, the invitation. Uh, just like a swath looking guy, and you know, I kind of like the Nosferatu version of Dracula more than the suave looking guy, and you know, I I haven't seen it because my um my knowledge of Dracula is very limited, but uh I I I like how they made Dracula like this. He's almost in like survival mode, mm-hmm. and it's something that I personally haven't really seen Dracula in. Yeah, because um, like every Dracula movie is, you know, once the Demeter uh, arrives at, or in uh, in in London or wherever, like that's what the movie is. Mm-hmm. And we never we never really see like what happens on the Demeter. So I just. Yeah, until now. And I just think it's an interesting uh, look at it and just especially just to see him in like survival mode where he's just constantly hunting. Like he's not trying to like fit in or like seduct women. He's just trying to feed on blood to survive long enough to get to the land. Yeah. And I think that's a just a interesting look at the character. And you know, this was based off of uh a chapter in the Dracula novel from the 1800s and they like sprinkle like little pieces of that chapter because the chapter is called um, the captain's log they sprinkle like pieces of that throughout the movie mm-hmm. and I, I think that was a like a nice touch to kind of show uh, the mindset of the people and the way it even starts with like you know y- you know how the story is going to end and it's like you know, once we get to the story, it's like, oh, well, this isn't going to end well because we get this whole uh, spiel that the captain is like, if this thing makes it to land, God help you all. It's something like that. And it's like, oh, well, what the heck is this thing on this on this ship that is, uh, you know, making these people react and think this way? And I think it's a nice, uh, a nice touch to the, the story. Um, yeah, the captain's log didn't really say what it was. Yeah, v- very vague. Like, I feel like you got a... <laughs> you should probably feel... tell them what you saw exactly. Yeah, like, there's this nine-foot-tall being, that, like, gray thing that's, like, eating people, like, biting their necks, and then they turn into things that, uh, you know, catch on fire in the sun. Like, you got to... <laughs> You gotta kind of explain like what we're dealing with here. Things that go bump in the night. But I think that was more so to be uh, as kind of like a tease to the audience. Mm-hmm. And you can't really put in the uh, the beginning of the movie like all the things that are, they're about to see. <laughs> like I think that yeah. that, that might have been a bad idea. But yeah, I. I understand what you're saying where it's like you need to kind of <laughs> if if you're trying to warn these people of what's coming, you know, be a little bit more serious and to the point about what it actually is. But yeah, also like the um like the effects in this movie very well done, like the way Dracula looks, I, th- I think it's probably one of my favorite versions of the character. Just Yeah. 
just like a, a very uh very well done job by uh by this casting crew it's something that uh you know i think with the the strikes i think that this movie might kind of uh fall and like not uh-huh. make not make much money unfortunately and it's unfortunate because you know there there are teases for an expanded universe here which you know i'm i'm sick of you know cinematic universes like i'm tired of like i heard they want to make barbie into a cinematic universe yeah i think that's kind of done I'm all about that too like you can make a sequel to barbie i'd be fine with but all these cinematic universes are just too much like transformers merging with gi joe like that's just <laughs> I don't know. Just forgot just, about that. Just stop. <laughs> but <laughs> like with this one, I would be perfectly fine with like them kind of expanding upon this. So it, it's unfortunate that with the strikes and like the uh, cast and crew not really promoting this thing, uh, it probably will not make a lot of money. Unfortunately, yeah. And I I know like the horror movies have kind of been like not as good as last year even though like the ones that are really good are like amazing but i like this is in my like top five or so favorite horror movies of the year so yeah yeah. i think so for me too and it's it's essentially like a slasher movie and uh it's like friday the 13th part 8 jason takes manhattan (laughs) <laughs> where uh Jason's on the boat oh. it's like that but if the boat ride was a lot more violent and uh a lot better and took took place in the 1800s so yeah all right uh would you like to jump into our spoiler section on this movie mhm little bit drop up real quick All right, so uh, spoiler-wise, what what do we think on the last voyage of the Demeter? I love how I love the setting, and I'm very glad that pretty much the entire movie takes place on the boat. Yeah, even like the I, I, I guess was worried like, for a second. <laughs> yeah, the opening movie takes place on like. It, it, it's like the preparation of the boat. And yeah. I remember you looking over to me at one point and you're like, they better be on the boat within 10 minutes. And they pretty much do. And yeah. it's the beginning actually reminded me a lot of Titanic. Mm-hmm. Because the, uh, what's, what's the main character's name? I can't remember. Uh, Clemens. Uh, Clemens is playing cards much like uh much like we meet Jack at the beginning of Titanic. Like he's playing cards and trying to get on the um get on the Titanic. And that's kind of the same situation where Clemens is at. Uh Clemens has like a kind of a weird arc where he's definitely the most like definitely the smartest person on the boat. Yeah. Uh, they make a point to say that he graduated from college as like with like a degree to be a doctor or something like that, and mm-hmm. they they kind of say something that like his skin color 
uh, played like a big, um, big part in him, uh, you know, not being, uh, not, not being as successful as he wants to be. And mm-hmm. his whole like, uh, motive in life is to kind of just find like the meaning of life and to, uh, find out why the world is the way it is, which I thought was a interesting way to go about it. And he's very scientific driven. Yeah, he like. So I guess like this, the whole Demeter thing is like they're they're traveling these goods for, uh, I guess somebody. They never really say who it is, but it's like of importance to get this thing out of here, and we're gonna get a big payday for getting this thing out of here and they're uh like clemens even says like i'm really not in it for the money i'm just here to like explore and i think yeah. that's like that's a nice touch to this character because you know essentially where he ends up he's not getting the payday and he uh kind of failed at the job kind of succeeded i guess <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> they, they did they did succeed in getting the thing out of town like out of Transylvania I think it's where they're at but you know they also failed by like unleashing this thing onto the the innocent public <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, now he's running rampant in London yeah and you know I kind of want to see this <laughs> I kind of want to see where this goes from here um it reminded me of uh, the ending of the invitation. <laughs> they, yeah. which which is another previous episode, um, a uh, you know a vampire <laughs> set up set up a sequel where they're going to be hunting this vampire, and yeah, I I, I thought they were going to go like in a Van Helsing type route. And it was going to be revealed that Clemens is like changing his name to Van Helsing, which is uh, Dracula's like biggest rival. Like he's the one who hunts Dracula. I thought they were going to go there because it's like it's almost as if he's starting a new life here. Mm-hmm. So I thought it, I thought there was going to be yeah. a, a reveal where Clemens is like, my name is Van Van Helsing, and then cut <laughs> the credits. <laughs> I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad too, and it, it he's just Clemens. So yeah, I don't know if they do make a sequel. Who knows? I don't know if Van Helsing would be in the movie because Clemens is essentially taking over the role of the Van Helsing character. So I don't know. It's it's weird. I think it's kind of like its own thing. Like this movie can stand alone from Dracula. Yeah. So if they were going to expand on this universe, I feel like he could just be Clemens vampire hunter and not Van Helsing. Well, I can just do the whole, um, story on Dracula with, um, what's the name? Jonathan Harker. Uh, wait, what do you mean? Like the book? Oh yeah. Did, um, did did you notice uh they they did tease a uh, cinematic universe here? Yeah. 
because of the uh, cane that they find. Did you mm-hmm. that? And it has the Wolfman on it. <laughs> and oh, I think it just has like a wolf on it. So it, it is teasing that there are other types of these creatures out here. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that because it's like... Well, my, my vampire costume currently unused for Halloween <laughs> came with oh. a cane with a wolf on it too, I think. Oh, okay. So, so it might just be a Dracula thing or a vampire thing. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was like teasing that the Wolfman is also here. I'd be here but, for it. Because it's like, where, where do you stop at this point? Because like... You don't? <laughs> is it? No, I'm saying is it like Dr. Frankenstein is going to be like in the next town over in the next movie and it's like you got to set up that too. So well, I think we're aren't we getting one of those? Uh, not in this universe, but yeah. Uh, we Maggie, can put it in the universe. Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, Robert Eggers is also doing Nosferatu, and that's not in this universe either. And the Invisible Man also isn't in this universe, so it's like almost we like the, <laughs> a werewolf movie now. Yeah, I mean, well, we have the curse, but we need another one. I'm I'm in the process of looking up the uh the cane with the wolf on it. Um right, so um a a, a wolf head cane is a simple walking stick fitted with a metal handle in the shape of a wolf's head. Oftentimes the handle is forged of pure silver. In cinema, it came about in 1941's The Wolfman. Uh, I'm trying to see, like, if it has anything to do with Dracula. I don't know if... It might just be a design because they had dragons on his. Well, that's why I thought it was. That's why I thought it was like a cinematic universe thing because I was like, "Well, his is a dragon, so like maybe the Wolfman would be hinting at another character." Like that—that's what I thought. But I, I can't find anything on it off the top of my head, so I'm not entirely sure. I thought they were teasing a cinematic universe, but <laughs> um, maybe not. I guess we'll see. But I don't. I don't know if I'd be here for it either way. But I'm um, always good for more, um, more of the classic monsters. Yeah, I mean, I think we do need to bring them back. Like, I'd be fine. But I, like, I like, um, you know, how we're getting a, a Frankenstein movie with uh, uh, Christian Bale. I think is in it. Uh, we're getting uh, Robert Eggers' Nosferatu with uh, Bill Skarsgård, which, you know, that that's the type of Dracula that I was, like, glad wasn't in this movie. Not Because, like, like, Bill Skarsgård, like, I have a feeling he's going to be, like, this suave guy who can kind of, like, seduce women and then they become his wives and whatnot. Oh, he glad... is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that Dracula here is just, like, this, you know, Creature in survival mode, much like the uh, xenomorph in Alien. So, 
Oh yeah, Lily Rose Depp is in that too. Or is going to be in it. Yeah, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy was supposed to be in it, but yeah. uh, got, uh, I guess scheduling conflicts got in the way. Now we have Lily Rose Depp, for better or worse. So. I like we'll see, her. I guess. We'll see, I guess. So, um, I guess... So I, I guess the next thing to talk about, they do this cool thing and they mention it in uh, in the invitation too, where they refer to Dracula as a dragon. And am I right when I say they do that in the invitation? Um, pretty sure. Because in like that big reveal in the invitation, don't they say that, that like, they, they don't say Dracula because <laughs> I don't think they had rights to, to say it so they use the term that they use the term dragon and it's like oh you're him uh, yeah and he called himself nosferatu yeah because i i think uh i think nosferatu is a, a public domain name and i don't think dracula is but uh i i, I like how they kind of refer to these things as dragons and mm-hmm. not not like vampires like it's such a i don't know it it kind of makes it more eerie when they describe it like that so i don't know i I just like that um so so i get how how do you feel about these characters in this movie (laughs) i i didn't mind most of them because one of my biggest complaints with this movie is that it's almost two hours long. I think it could have been like a tight 90 to 100 minutes, and I think we're looking at like a much uh, much better movie, even though I really like it as it is anyway. But mm-hmm. my biggest complaint is that like the you don't really know too much about the characters, even though this is a two-hour movie. And it's almost like you don't really care if they die. Like there's a couple of them that you care, like the captain who is willing to go down with the ship. Yeah. Like I like him. Uh, you know, like our, our, our main guy is pretty good. And the kid whose name is Toby, like he's all right, but like everyone else, it's like you hardly even know they're, they're here. <laughs> Yeah, they're just kind of there to fill the um, fill the boat. Yeah, uh, uh, the, I guess his name is Wojcik, something like that. He is like, so so Captain Elliot is like passing down the the ship to him, and he's going to take over as the next captain. And yeah, he he's like the one of the only ones here that's like hesitant that something is actually wrong. Like. They, uh, well, f- first Clemens kind of doesn't really suspect anything's wrong, but, uh, it, he, he's kind of persuaded pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the poor dog gets, uh, gets killed. And that's a, it's a, 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 a touchy subject to, to people, but the <laughs> dog does get killed. Like the entire livestock and food supply gets killed. Yeah. And there are, like a couple of them are just like, oh well, the dog got rabies, and 
killed everything, and then he kind of just died himself. Even though he was like flashed. <laughs> well, that that's kind of where a lot of them are at. Like, if he had rabies, like he wouldn't be slashed to death. Yeah. I'm also kind of surprised they didn't actually show Dracula killing the wildlife or not the 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 livestock, the livestock and the uh, the dog. Like they kind of just show the aftermath. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's very off-screen death. I kind of would have been fine with seeing Dracula, you know, rip through some some chickens and whatnot. Like that would have been hmm. interesting to see. But no, it's kind of just an off-screen thing, and it's kind of like we um, come back to it, and everybody, like all the animals, are dead and everything. Yeah. Uh, this movie also has the balls to. Uh, kill off a child halfway through, which <laughs> mm-hmm. twice that that was kind of like the moment where my my jaw dropped in this movie because mm-hmm. I was like I thought this movie was going to end with Clemens and Toby uh, going to shore and like living Me out too. their life. Like, that's kind of where they tease it, and no, it's like. He gets like trapped in like the captain's office or something with Dracula, and Dracula sneaks up behind him and just bites him in the neck. And I'm like, oh, he's uh, <laughs> he's actually dead. Mm-hmm. And then he and, turns and dies again because he is exposed to the sun. Yeah. Now the first time they do that whole sun thing was very cool. Because this the one crew member is is also turned, but they don't really know. Right. He's like, I guess they think he's in some type of trance. So they when they tied him up to the pole outside, and then he's saying it burns, and then the sun rises and kills him. Yeah, and the captain like shoots him, and puts him out of his misery, or something. Yeah. Yeah, because it's almost like you don't know what this thing is Uh you know obviously uh like you don't know um you know like what effects it has to the body because like they they find the girl on the boat and they're just like oh she's sick and she has an infection so clemens who like we said is an established essentially a doctor but like an unemployed doctor because of his yeah his skin color i think is what they're going with. Um, he does a blood transfusion to kind of like get all the infected blood out of her and get the healthy blood in her, which you made a good point. Cause this is like the late 1800s. Like, how do you know if they have the same blood type? No, oh you yeah. Could, you could do that. And then she's just, <laughs> dead. <laughs> she's just dead. Um, and they do yeah. it twice in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's like, I don't know, like, what, what do you do in a situation where you find this stowaway who is, uh, you know, pretty much on her deathbed? <laughs> yeah, because they were debating some people wanted to throw her off. Yeah, I'm like, let's make her walk the plank. That's what I would have did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's but like... Poseidon have her, is yeah. what they said. <laughs> 
I just love like this era of like the way people talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I want to go back to this. I mean, you know, I don't. Like, it'd be it'd be a horrible time to live for many reasons, but just the way like people talked and stuff. I think it would be. It'd be, it'd be fun. Like you talk like that nowadays, and it's like you can't just say, "Let Poseidon have her." It'd be acceptable in sure society. Right, well, we're gonna br- we're gonna bring it back. Um, but yeah, the, uh, like it, it, so it's revealed like this blood transfusion thing is only temporary because it's like they, they obviously show her like in the sun and she's not affected and everything. So it's like she survived and it's like, well, she, cause I, that's why I thought, and I'm, I'm connecting the dots now, so it's making sense now. I thought since she had the bites that uh, he was like recruiting her for one of his wives uh-huh. and, that, and that's why she didn't turn into a vampire, but I just connected some dots in my head and remembered that the uh, uh, blood transfusion bought her some time. So it's like, oh, yeah. well, that, that makes sense. So yeah, maybe this wasn't one of his wives and maybe he is uh I th- I think he just used her as food source for yeah. the journey. Probably, yeah. Uh, were were they in the same like box? Was that the idea? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they were in the same one. I think they were in two separate ones. Because I was confused by like Dracula's living situation. <laughs> because, because his box. Had those secret latches or whatever. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so so he could get in and out when he, whenever he wanted to, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Um, it's also kind of humorous, and I I know we're kind of like um suspending disbelief a little bit. It's also humorous with how small this boat is that no one could find this thing. <laughs> I know. Because, like, at one point they show the boat from afar, and it's like, you're telling me no one can find this nine-foot-tall gray vampire anywhere on this thing? Like, no one's bothered to, like, look during the day and, you know, figure out where this thing is staying. It's like, a couple of people see him. And it's like they, you know, like common sense would kind of tell you, like, this thing has to be staying somewhere on the boat. Uh-huh. Maybe it's in like those massive boxes that we brought on the boat. You know, like. I guess I just assume they're full of whatever. Yeah, but it's like, out they were full of dirt. <laughs> I feel like you would have to to look, you know. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Common sense should tell you that it's in like a that this thing is like living in a, in one of these big boxes or like sleeping there or something. I was just mad that they were transporting dirt. <laughs> is it's like a, a month journey? Yeah. <laughs> so they keep opening boxes to more and more dirt. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so did you connect? So I, I connected the dots on. The, the the wife situation and like the 
the girl Anna. So did you figure out like what exactly these people were supposed to be shipping? I seemed like dirt. <laughs> well, I, I I know it turns out to be dirt. Yeah. But like, I don't know what they um really thought it was. Cause somebody like I I I I love early on when one of the guys on the boat says that we're transporting a dragon and you didn't tell us about that. And he like is like, Nope, I'm out. Like smartest character in the movie. Right yeah. He's like, all right, I'm out. We're, we're, I'm not, I'm not going to be involved in this. You guys are doomed. Have fun. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know like the, uh, you know, the, end game of this thing like i don't know where they're uh you know like like what what what's the plan here like what are we transporting uh goods i guess it's all it, like i'm assuming they're kind of just told that like it's an important job we'll pay you a lot of money and don't ask questions yeah <laughs> that's what it seems like but I, I wish there was a scene like that that kind of like you know said that uh you know, this is important and ask and don't ask questions. But I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Uh, it says the cargo consists of multiple large wooden crates, is transported by locals from Romania who refuse to help load the cargo and wish the crew good luck. And, you know, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much all it says. Um, <laughs> Then it, later it says Clemens investigates and finds a woman buried in dirt inside, and she's barely alive. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> it's just nothing. I I I just wish there was like a a like a scene that kind of explained a little bit more as to like what exactly is the purpose here, but yeah, I guess not. All right, so let's talk about some more of the kills that go on in this thing. And and I know you said you liked, like your favorite scene was when uh, Dracula uh, finally talks. Mm -hmm. did, uh, did you ever figure out what he said? Because <laughs> I could not make it out in the theater. No, I forget what the guy said. But I know he mocked him. Yeah, and... um. There's a couple instances where he talks. Um, I think the one is when they're like climbing the sail on the boat, and that's a that's a neat one. Um, mm -hmm. Now the girl said that he could disguise himself as an attractive guy, but we never actually see it. No, that that was that that was I I didn't catch that. That that's weird that they put that in the movie because they show him at the end. But he's still not attractive. And he looks anything but attractive. <laughs> so, yeah, he looks the same. He just has a top hat on. Yeah. Um, which is a phenomenal now shot. His, his outfit, very slick. Yeah, on, so, on point. Mm -hmm. Maybe she just has bad taste. Maybe. Or maybe uh, that's all she's seen. Javier Botet is his name. And he is in Scary Stories to Tell the Dark. Him. He's in It Chapter One and Two. Mm -hmm. He plays he plays the... monster characters in like everything. Pretty much, yeah. 
Uh, speaking of universal monsters, he's in The Mummy from uh, 2017, the Tom Cruise one. Speaking of oh, uh, yeah. failed cinematic universes. Um, he's in Slenderman, Insidious, The Last Key, Mama, Crimson yeah, Peak. Yeah, he, he does it all. He actually plays the, the titular Mama in Mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think he plays. What'd you say? And Slenderman. Oh, he plays the Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So this guy has like a backlog of like iconic characters. He plays the sick guy in It. Yeah. Uh, who does he play in Chapter Two? The same, and I think. Um... Oh, it says he plays the hobo and the witch in chapter two and in chapter one he plays the hobo so the hobo's mm-hmm. in both movies and then he plays the witch yeah he's in the conjuring two where he plays uh i'm gonna guess the crooked man yeah, i was gonna guess the crooked man and it is the crooked man so talk about robbery yeah that's a movie that we need in, instead of the Nun 2. We need the and Crooked Man. And they canceled it. But don't you fret, because there's a bunch of public domain Crooked Man movies out there. So Oh, great. You can get your fix. We'll just watch The Conjuring 2. <laughs> if you just go to Tubi. And <laughs> I'll just watch The Conjuring 2 and assume that The Crooked Man's movie would have been like La Llorona. And the nun. Yeah. And Annabelle. <laughs> Let's move on. I like Annabelle. Okay. Um, I don't know. We will be revisiting the Conjuring universe next month. Are we? Probably. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because I was willing to um, to give you the month of uh, September to, it, it'd be like a, a, a Stephen picks the movie month. So, Stephen's every... September. Stephen's spect. Stephen's <laughs> September spectacle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Couldn't say it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there are four Tuesdays in September, and mm-hmm. you, you can pick the movie for every release day in September. <clears throat> How does it sound? I might allow it. <laughs> do, you, do you have any movies in mind? The Nun 2. Do you have any other movies in mind? <laughs> um, Saw X. Well, that comes out... Th- that'll be an October episode, because that comes out the 29th. Doesn't that come out in September now? Yeah, September 29th. The last mm. Tuesday in September is the 26th. Oh, okay. So, all right, well, you could start thinking of your, your September movies, all right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a rough month, which means I just have to repay you by... What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Because um, thanks to you, I actually watched like movies like Happy Death Day. So You're welcome. 
you uh you have put me on to some uh you know modern horror classics if you will that's why i was kind of asking if you had anything in mind because i was like looking forward to what you had in your in your pocket i have to dig deep okay we'll see i guess so anyway back back to the the demeter <laughs> uh did you do anything else about this movie um we were given uh, Javier Botet some props on his uh, performance. Performances. Yes. Yeah, I, I know I said I liked the setting earlier. You know, I kind of feel like I might have been a pirate in my past life, if you believe in past lives. Okay, interesting. Was there, I, some, was there something about the vibe of this movie that brought you back to... I was at home. Okay. Okay, interesting. <laughs> it's weird you say that because during the movie you told me that <laughs> this looks horrible. So, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem pleasant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying yesterday that like the whole pirate life just looks like a miserable time. Like even yeah. the, even the food they were eating was not good. Yeah, I also but saw it, pirate stuff at um. Museum in Myrtle Beach. And it felt... And I was like, oh, interesting. It felt like home to you? A little bit. That's what I'm talking about when I mention, like, the way these people talk. Like, it just feels like a fun time to live. Even, <laughs> like, even like movies like The Cursed. Like, just the way, like, John McBride shows up. Like, it's like, yeah, that, that would be such a fun job mm -hmm. to have you just it's like oh there's a there's werewolves in the next town over yeah sh shows up to town and it's like just got done battling the beast of jevedon and now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it seems like i don't know being on a boat at sea would be fun but then well this one might be okay because dracula got rid of all the rat rat infestation oh yeah we didn't even talk about that and then the one guy says, a boat without rats is like against nature. And I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, it's like that's how they know that something, <laughs> like that's how he knows something like unholy is on the boat because there's yeah. no rats. <laughs> the rats knew to get out. I don't know, they must have just jumped in the water or he killed them all. Yeah, I don't know if he was, like, feeding on them. Like, that might have been his first choice. Like, maybe... But if you watch My Babysitter's a Vampire, they don't like feeding on rats. Okay. Well, I mean, they're in the middle of the sea, so I don't... <laughs> like, the the rats are, like... They're just like, all right, well, we'd rather take our chances at sea than <laughs> deal with what's going on here. Yeah. They don't like feeding on them... On Buffy either. Okay. It doesn't taste the same. I don't know. I, I feel like... Or he might have not had a choice. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the I feel like Dracula kind of had to. Like, I feel like that was his first option. Maybe, yeah. he, do, maybe he doesn't want to kill humans. And he... Because, you know, he started with the rats, moved on to the livestock, and it's like, alright, well... What I gotta do. So... Well, he seemed very willing and able when it came down to it. 
Well, I think at some point he was just like, well, this is what I have to do. So, And he brought a girl with him to feed on. True. Unless he was using her as his wife. Now, I wonder if... Did he, like... Because I said the the crate that he was in, the, the owner was, like, not labeled or something? Um. Well, it was labeled with the dragon logo. Well, like, the paper or whatever. It didn't have, like, an owner, an owner's signature or whatever. Yeah. So... He just signed himself on. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. There's a, I mean, I, I don't think this movie needs more on the runtime. Like, I think it kind of, you know, yeah. is, it, is it max capacity here? But, um, it very well could have been a mini series, though. Yeah, no, I don't, I'm glad, I don't it, I'm glad it wasn't, but they could have, they could have made it. Yeah, I feel like the first step, the first episode would literally be like the pre-boat stuff. And then I would tune out. I'd be like, all right, I'm tuning out and not coming back to this thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But yeah. Um, There's also a a Netflix series recently of Dracula. Mm -hmm. And I have heard uh, mixed things about it. Like I heard it's a little bit on the comedic side. Mm. I don't necessarily need like Marvel humor in my uh Dracula. Definitely not. <laughs> but um, Dracula has made a comeback in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh this is actually the second Dracula movie this year by the same mm-hmm. studio. Because Universal put out uh, Renfield earlier this year. Yeah. Speaking of funny... uh, Funny Dracula. Funny versions of Dracula. Uh, How is that movie? I like it. There's Uh, just... I mean, I thought it was good. There's just, like, the side plot that kind of weighs the movie down. Because I'm thinking, what in the world is this in here for? And what does it have to do with vampires okay interesting yeah i i want to check it out i just don't really like the comedic versions of dracula i don't know why um like my my first exposure to dracula was uh I, well actually i i want to rewatch them this october it was the uh hammer films of the like the 1960s um, mm. Turner Classic Movies was having a marathon, and I couldn't even tell you what Dracula movies I even watched, but it was the uh, the Peter Cushing and uh, Christopher Lee Dracula movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Cushing played Van Helsing, and Christopher Lee played Dracula, obviously. And they had a, they had a marathon, and I watched like three of them in a row, and. Couldn't tell you what happened because <laughs> it was like 13, 14 years ago. Um, couldn't tell you what movies I watched, but I just remember vibing with them and it was a uh, it was a good time. I'm, uh, I'm looking up the 
Dracula movies from that era. And I guess there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. Uh-huh. And I thought there was only like four. So there's Dracula, uh, Brides of Dracula. Shout out to Under the Silver Lake. Yes. Dracula, AD. 1972. Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Dracula has risen from the grave. I think that was one of them. Um, the Satanic Rites of Dracula. Haste the Blood of Dracula. Uh. I know you want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. And Scars of Dracula. So, yeah. There's nine of these things somehow. And they're all pretty short. I don't know if I'm going to make it through nine of them. We'll see. Because I thought there was only like four. But (laughs) (laughs) I I, want to like revisit those ones this October. Because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just interested in what movies that I actually saw and which ones I didn't see. So Now the one that sticks out to me is the one that we plan on doing very soon. The 1992 one. Oh, the uh, Francis Ford Coppola one. Mm-hmm. Director of The Godfather. Because when I watched um, Truth or Scare, the Discovery show, back in the day, yeah. I remember they had a Dracula episode, and they had shown several different movies and that one was in there yeah yeah i i do want to see i i've never seen that one um i bought the blu-ray like six years ago or something and proceeded to never watch it but (laughs) but yeah that one does look pretty good and i've heard good things about it so that was a good cast too i heard keanu reeves is not great in that movie but we'll see Mm. But I do like Gary Oldman. I like Wyona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is in it as Van Helsing. Um, you know, and obviously Francis Ford Coppola is a legend. So, you know, mm-hmm. hard to uh, hard to go wrong with that one. So that probably be after um, we go to Texas for a week because of <laughs> an upcoming release. <laughs> yeah, we're going from uh, Transylvania to Texas and then back to Transylvania. <laughs> and then we're going to Stevens spectacular September, whatever you call it. <laughs> Stevens September spectacle. <laughs> yeah, that. All right. So yeah, let's talk about the ending of this movie and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up a little bit. Um, the ending's great. You yeah. know, for like the last, um, probably like the last 10 minutes before it happens I'm like sitting there preparing like oh yeah the final battle's coming I could feel it yeah cause uh, Steven's been on record on previous episodes saying that how much he hates like the climax of any movie what <laughs> I said I don't like the final battle in superhero movies yeah pr- pretty much yeah like <laughs> the the climax of a lot of superhero movies is just like fighting and punching and you know yeah but this one finishing moves i didn't i was not um i was not dreading it in this one 
Yeah, it's uh, so, unlike Avengers Endgame, for example. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to cover those episode those movies someday. So, get ready. They're not popular anymore. That's true. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like it's 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 too little too late to go through the Marvel movies. So. I don't know. No one wants to hear somebody talk about Avengers Endgame in 2023. No. All right. So I guess the best way to put it, the captain's willing to go down with the ship. Uh, they try to sink the boat with Dracula in it. Um, you know, I always thought that that was a rule. It, it, it is a law. I mean. And I feel like that's not fair. Yeah, I mean, like they have to go down with the boat. I don't think you have to go down with the boat. I think the the law is that you can't like abandon the people. So like, if people are still on the boat. I think you you have to be like the last one off. I think that's the idea. Now, now this is a question. Nope. Would would he get in trouble if Dracula is still on board? Um. Because he's technically a person going down. Yeah, I'm. I'm not yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm not sure if there's a uh, a fatal flaw in the plan. If, if he would be put in prison, if there was like a a, a, a vampire or monster or you know a violent threat on the boat, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure because I, I don't I don't think it would hold up in court that Dracula would be a real person. I don't know because they could kind of just say Dracula was <laughs> was a stowaway. Yeah, or like just technically he was, or like you know I didn't know he was on the boat because you know he was part of the the luggage we were transporting like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so i don't know i don't know i don't yeah. think it would i don't think it would hold up in court i feel like he would be pardoned for those crimes it's still a good a good topic yeah <laughs> it's a it's a good point so so yeah there, there there's a, a bit of a, a fight here um i like how they have this big plan and they talk about it and then when the plan is like executed, they fail miserably. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay. So, so walk me through how these people die. So, how does well, they're like? We're gonna keep him trapped in the. They nail the exit shut. He only has one exit. Yeah. So the two people are on top, and like the crow's nest, and they are supposed to shoot him when he bursts out of the only exit. Correct. But turns out, I think he comes out of a different exit anyways. And quickly disposes of the two that were in the crow's nest. I think he... The one I... is, like, tied to the, um... Tied to the side or something. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, I think he... So, it, they show them, like, hammering one of the exits shut. Mm -hmm. I, think he, I think he literally just breaks out of it. Because <laughs> at first when the fog was coming in, I thought, oh, he's about to teleport. 
as missed because I'm pretty sure vampires do that. Yeah, that that would have been interesting. They've done it in um, some things I've seen, like Buffy, Dracula and Buffy, and on The Sims. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a nice twist. But yeah, I thought he was just going to teleport like that and just like murder everybody. You know, he goes after them. The one gets thrown into the sail. Yeah, and that blood splatter on the sail's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there was that guy that tried to leave on yeah. the lifeboat on the foggiest night. Yeah, it's like Stephen King's The Mist, and this guy's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna, <laughs> like, I'm gonna <laughs> leave tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna paddle thousands of miles by myself. No food, no water. Every man for themselves. I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of here. And then, uh, this is where it's revealed that Dracula can fly. Mm-hmm. And, and I like and... he's talking. <laughs> and, like, he's whispering to him. Yeah. Like he's saying, please, God. And then you hear Dracula say it, too. Oh, I, I didn't even catch that. And then he, like, lands on the fr- front of the boat. Lifeboat. Yeah, like, he's catch... mocking him, too, and whispering things. Yeah, I I didn't catch that he was mocking and, like, saying the same things back. He's very, very rude. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll get to the, the very ending of the movie, but he's like almost taunting at the very end of the movie as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Dracula's back on the boat. The plan goes very wrong. Uh, like you said, his two people are quickly, <laughs> quickly dispatched of. Yeah. Um. um they, uh, so I guess... The captain a, tried to fight him too. Yeah, and they like knock one of the the like sails down, and like the the pole catches Dracula and like holds him there. While uh, why can't I remember his name? the The main guy starts with a C. I know that. What's his name? Clemens. Clemens. Clemens and Anna escape on like. Speaking of Titanic, uh, they're yeah, very Titanic esque. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of just holding on to whatever they could find. And how how does the captain die? I know he, like you said, he kind of fights him a bit. He's almost like crucified on the on like the wheel. Oh, okay. Because he's holding this crucifix, and then Dracula like attacks him and like he's tied up to the front of the boat yeah because if i remember correctly if i remember correctly i think that's how like the basic dracula story starts like mm-hmm. like every dracula but like just the go-to one is like uh they find the captain's log to kind of like explain what happened and the captain yeah because he's literally he's literally disappeared for the beginning of the fight so he could finish his log because <laughs> he's like documenting everything now yeah i mean he was before but he's like people need to know now if this were me i'd be like just just like brief and to the point you know like there's a monster here it's killing us <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's it's it, it's it's feeding off our blood <laughs> 
they have to be ominous and stuff because it's the 1800s. Yeah, it's like <laughs> whom it may concern. There's a there's a a, 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 a presence on the boat that and if it escapes, <laughs> if we don't stop it, may God help you all. <laughs> <laughs> It's an unbecoming presence. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, may God help you all. And it's like... They call him the devil a lot, too. Because he, like... I guess technically he kind of looks like the devil. But... I actually like that. Like, I... I, I like how they say, like... You know... Uh, like like a dragon or something like that. Cause you know, uh -huh. they, don't, they don't know what this thing is. And like, instead of like, uh, becoming a vampire, it's like, Oh, your blood's infected. Like, I like, I, I really like things like that. Yeah. But, but you know, like, I don't know when you get to a point where you're like keeping a log and you're like that vague, like you gotta pull it a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, Anyway, uh, Anna is, uh, it, this is where it's revealed that the blood transfusion is only temporary and she kind of goes off on her own way as the sun's coming up and she catches on fire. I was shocked that they killed her off too. I uh, have, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you real quick. Have you, have you seen, uh, Midnight Mass? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, very reminiscent of Midnight Mass, I, I will say. I, I don't mm. want to spoil anything from that show because it's very good. Uh, but yeah, there's also another Mike Flanagan show coming out in October that I'm excited for. All right, his releases usually come around Halloween time. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's a, a vampire-ish show. And yeah, so... You know, like the the boat crashes on land, and and it's hilarious because they abandon the boat, and the boat quickly makes it to shore, and they're stuck in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, th like I mean, it's I not guess, funny, but <laughs> I guess they think the boat is gonna sink. Yeah, you know, polka dot man does like rip holes in the side of the boat with an axe. Mm -hmm. I don't even recognize him. Yeah, he's Polka Dot Man from the Suicide Squad. He's also in Dune. And Oppenheimer. And, uh, uh, Prisoners, and, he, yeah, he's a... It's a very good resume friend. on him. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. Um, yeah, so he, uh, so, so yeah, the boat crashes, and then, uh, Clemens is just kind of stuck at sea. I, was, I remember I whispered, they should have just stayed on the boat. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if they would have survived. But yeah, I would have made it to shore within minutes. I'd rather take my chances on the boat than at sea. <laughs> so yeah. he has to paddle to shore, like the end of Jaws. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they don't show it, but he does make it. Yeah, he makes it. There's like a little. Tiny time jump. Yeah, and this is where instead of a post credit scene, it's like the end of the movie where it should be. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess they, um, he never revealed that he was on the boat because they say they're still sending out, like, newspapers that ghost ship was found and no survivors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, he is, like, hiding the fact that he was on the ship. And they, you know, show that, like, he, he gives, like, this monologue that he is, uh, hunt this creature and isn't going to let it feed on anybody. And then, uh, like you said, uh, he's very, very rude because they do this thing in the movie where if like you knock on the boat, like everybody could hear it and they know what certain knocks mean and whatnot. So he's just like sitting in the bar and Clemens hears this like knocking and it's the same knocking that was in the boat. And then he looks up, and Dracula is just hanging out at the corner of the bar. Um, once again, not looking very charming, except for the outfit. Um, yeah, he they, cleans they, up very nice. The, out, the outfit, mostly, is great. Another reason yes. why I wish I wish we would return to this era. Um, no, I know for a lot of reasons it was not a. You know the, the way the way humans were treated back then was not the best. But, no. That outfit was excellent. Was yeah, cool. I'm, I'm talking about like let, let's bring like the fashion and like the vocabulary to the present yeah. day. <laughs> like let let's make trench coats not for perverts again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let's let's bring them back. Let's wear um, top hats and not be judged. Yeah. Nowadays, you wear a trench coat and people just think you're going to like flash them in public. <laughs> I think. <laughs> do they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or do you think that? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Dracula's hanging out in the corner and he still looks like Nosferatu, but, mm-hmm. you know, dressed to the think, nines, like we said. Just I'm assuming just because he wants to. Look like that. I guess he can. She said he can shift, so I'm just gonna go with it, even though we don't see it. It it might be like a way to like reveal himself to Clemens. Yeah, you know, be like, "Hey, it's me." You know, like, and he like scratched him too. So is that that might be why they're connected to. Um, maybe. I, I heard people say that he was it, but I remember the scratch, so is it the same thing? I don't know if he drank from him or not. He might have got a taste. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah. I don't really... That part went pretty fast, so I don't remember because she quickly trapped him, but yeah. Yeah, I... I, um, hold on. I'm um, looking it up now. Doesn't say. Doesn't say anything about him getting a taste of Clemens. Pause. Um, hmm. Oh, Corey Hawkins was in In the Heights. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Along with Melissa Barrera. Oh, I'd love to see it. All right. Anyway. Um, hmm. Yeah, so 
Yeah, that was uh, the yes, last. Dra- Dracula is still alive. Yes. And Clemens is still alive. I thought that literally everybody was going to die going into the movie. They even say at the beginning that everyone's dead on the boat. I thought it was going to be a thing where like Clemens and the boy like sneak off. Yeah. And then as the movie went on, I was like, Clemens, Toby, and Anna are probably going to live. You know, boy, girl, kid. Yeah. Happily ever after. But no. No, not at all. No, Clemens' scientific outlook is destroyed, and he knows the unexplained is out there. Yeah. That's true. That's how it ends. (laughs) Yeah. Like your your take on the ending, <laughs> but yeah, this is a very good, uh, you know, like modern not 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 a modern take, but like a modern <laughs> Dra- Dracula movie. It's definitely not a modern yeah. take, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh very good. Even like discussing it, maybe like it a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. This movie I think it's is... I think it's this year's sleeper hit. Like last year was the cursed. Yeah. And this year it's uh the last voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, I um I just love yeah, I just love the um period pieces and especially when it's mixed in with horror. Yeah. Um What's uh I'm trying to think of that that other There's another horror movie that took place in like the 1960s that is uh very good as well. Oh, M- Marrowbone with uh, Anya Taylor Joy and Mia Goth. That's another very good. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's another solid period piece that. But, but oh yeah. yeah, that cast. I remember seeing the thing on Hulu, and like the main four. I was like, oh, that's a really good group of people. Yeah, yeah, that that movie is very good. An underrated gem, if you will. I got a sneeze. <laughs> Right. I did not sneeze, but all right. Um, would you like to jump into our weekly recommendations? If you were done talking okay. about this movie, of course. Were, were you done? Yeah. It's excellent. It's time to recommend some things. You and me recommending. All right. So what would you like to recommend this week? Well, after seeing two movies about being in the water this week, I will recommend to stay far away from Meg 2. Okay. Stay far away. <laughs> okay. No, I would recommend listening to our podcast episode on The Invitation. Okay. Obviously, I don't have a recommendation, so I'm just going to say... <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're gonna to recommend Santa Mira After Dark, the podcast yes. you're listening to right now. <laughs> no, I, I guess I could recommend The Invitation because, you know, sometimes when you see a monstrous Dracula, you want to see a more easy on the eyes or warm Dracula. Suave, if you will. Suave. And if you want the romance aspect of it, you might as well go watch The Invitation. We did an episode on it. 
Yeah, it's uh, funny you say that because I think the 1992 Dracula is more of the suave and romance one too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, neither of us have seen it yet. I'm so um, kind of annoyed at the um, alternate ending that they didn't really finish for the invitation. That also yeah. took place on a, on a boat. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're like pumping out these Dracula movies like crazy now. Uh, hopefully, I really hope the... Nosferatu comes out next year. Yeah, and I'm hoping the last voyage of the Demeter is the one that spawns more movies. Because I feel yeah. like with Robert Eggers, Nosferatu is probably just going to be wrapped up in one movie. Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I am going to recommend uh, a period piece that we've talked about many times in this episode, uh, "The Cursed" from uh, last year. Uh, another movie we did. A, a I don't know why I was expecting Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, a, a, a another movie that we did a previous episode on. Uh -huh. um, it's like vampire-esque with a period piece and it's like man comes to town to save this family from a werewolf curse pretty much and yes yeah it's uh it's great and yeah should have also uh spawned a franchise <laughs> uh -huh. The John McBride cinematic universe. I just want to somehow throw like that, this movie in the same universe as like the witch and the lighthouse. They're like similar mm -hmm. vibes. Yeah. Like, Cause they're all like period pieces. Like they all take place in different parts of the world so they don't have to cross paths, but they can exist together. Yeah, I mean that that happens. <laughs> that happens more than you know. Like John Carpenter has a uh, official trilogy, which is uh, like the Apocalypse trilogy. It's the uh, the Thing, Prince of Darkness, and In the Mouth of Madness, which are movies that have like no uh, connection to each other. But uh -huh. it, it's all like a similar vibe and a similar theme of the apocalypse. So, yeah, it, like it doesn't have to be a, um, it doesn't have to be like a shared universe. Like they can all just share like similar yeah. vibe, essentially. I hope the new Frankenstein fits in too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of John Carpenter, maybe that'll be an episode next month if. Because Fathom Events is showing uh, Christine in theaters. Oh, and, yeah. And I'm really excited for it. Hopefully it's playing around here. We'll see. I've never seen it in full. Yeah, it's great. And I think that'll be a good first time to see it in theaters. So hopefully it's playing near us. Uh, Tinseltown and Bourbon, if you're listening, please get the Fathom Events <laughs> of Christine. Uh -huh. and Or Regal and Niles. Yeah. Or Movies 8. Anywhere. <laughs> Pretty much. Anywhere within a... I'll go anywhere. <laughs> All right. All right, so... Um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this, uh, this episode. Did you have anything else? 
No, I think I'm good. All right. Um, I'm sorry, I was reading something. All right. If uh, you want to follow us, oh no, so uh, we are doing Leatherface next weekend or next week, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, so that will be uh, coming coming to your ears uh, in a week. And then the week after that, I think we're doing Dracula 1992. So that one is coming. And then uh, the we'll... uh, um, final Texas Chainsaw movie that I have to watch. Okay. Well, God I wonder bless. if I hate it. God bless. If I hate it, I'm probably going to watch it like early in the week. So if I hate it, like loathe it, then we'll skip it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it before you do. So, so you know. Because some some movies can be bad, but you can still talk about it. But then there's also movies that I watched on a Friday night that I really didn't want to talk about, and we ended up having to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> and you know, you know which one? No, which one? Puppet Master. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a bad one. The um, angry episode. <laughs> yeah. All right, so next week we'll be back with another episode. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can. On, on Instagram, we are at Santamira After Dark. On Twitter, we are at Santamira AD Pod. And until next time, I'm Jerry. I am Dracula. And curfew is now in session. <laughs> <laughs>